there were shepherds. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Shepherds. A third century rabbi once wrote that there is no more despised profession in the world than that of shepherds. That's right, none. Not tax collectors, not Roman soldiers, not Wall Street traders or Canadian border security scammers. No more despised than shepherds. And it wasn't because of the smell. I feel like in the church we like to talk about the smell a lot. It wasn't because of the smell or the bad manners living away from society as often as they did. It was about the reputation. There's a reason why Jesus is called the Good Shepherd. There's a little bit of a cultural oxymoron happening there. It's unexpected. A Good Shepherd? Well, that might be as surprising in that day as we would say an honest politician is in ours. Shepherds were out and about at night, away from towns, suspected of being robbers and thieves. In fact, it was so bad that they were not even considered legal witnesses most of the time. Their word was so poorly thought of. Then an angel of the Lord appears to them. A messenger from God comes to these shepherds watching their sheep, these most despised people. An angel came to them in the night, the very time when everybody else wanted the least to do with shepherds, and offers to them good news, news that will need to be shared an angel entrusts a message of good news, of great joy for all people to those whose word was considered suspicious at best. But before it could become good news of great joy for all people, before that could happen, it first had to be good news for the shepherds. And it is. It is urgent news and it is personal news. It is particular and it is for them. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. To you. To you, despised shepherds in the field. The Savior, today, to you. What more can be said except let us go and see this thing that has happened. Let us go and see it. Because if it's true, it changes our lives. It changes the world. So they go and they see. They see that the word of the Lord is true for them. Good news for them. And they know anything that's good news for them must be good news for anyone else who will hear it as well. Tonight, like the shepherds, we have come. Some of us have come in person. Some of us have tuned in online. We have come not to see it for the first time, but to hear it. Maybe to hear it for the first time, maybe to hear it again. Good news for us, that a Savior has been born to us. Today we hear the story again, still as particular and as personal as ever before. A Savior has been born to you, to you who have been looked down upon, 
to you who have been forgotten about and cast aside, to you who have been marginalized, to you weary and hurting and lonely, to you this night a Savior has been born. Having seen for themselves the truth of that angel's message, the shepherds, they seem to hurry off again, hurry off to share the news. People whose testimony was not considered reliable rush out to tell other people, as many people as they can, this good news about the birth of a child, the Messiah, the Lord. And all who heard it were amazed. Amazed, perhaps, because shepherds didn't really seem like the kind of folk who would be that interested in ancient prophecies. Amazed because maybe the shepherds had abandoned their flocks in the field nearby, or perhaps worse, were herding these flocks, driving them through the city streets in the middle of the night. I'm not sure which would be considered more amazing, but whatever the reason, they were amazed and given the opportunity to receive the good news of great joy for themselves as well, that this should be for all people. So too, tonight we have heard the good news for ourselves, been told of a Savior who was born to us in the city of David, the Messiah, the Lord. And having heard that story, we too should go and spread the word concerning what has been told to us about this child, what we have experienced for ourselves about the goodness of his rule and his reign in our lives. As the prophecy from Isaiah, which we will soon hear, announces, a voice, cries, a voice says, cry out. And we say, what shall we cry? And the response comes, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power and he rules with a mighty arm. See, his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He tends to his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arm and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who have young. Shepherds announce the coming of the good shepherd who gathers the lambs in his arms, who carries us all close to his heart, even as he is born. Because he was born to us. He was born for us. He was clothed, clothed in flesh as he is for us and for our salvation. So we also announce the coming of our God this Christmas to any who will hear it, that they might share in our amazement as well. And we pray that they might also know our joy at the good news which God has offered to the world through this gift of a child born to us. And then the shepherds return. Having seen for themselves and shared the news widely, they return to their work. But they return changed. They return having joined in the work of angels, glorifying and praising God. They return worshiping the God of their salvation. The Christmas story, it changes us, changes our lives. The shepherds did not return to their fields as they had been. They returned to live lives of worship. Their lives had already become closer to the lives that God had created them to live because they heard the news 
because they saw the child, because they proclaimed what they had heard and seen to others. Whether it's next week or the week after, many of us will be returning to work or returning to life as usual. Perhaps this Christmas will not include many of the special things that you usually enjoy or others enjoy. And you already feel as though these days are your normal days. Whatever the case, we, like the shepherds, have had good news of great joy announced to us. We have come to listen for that story, and we should return to our lives changed because of it. After all, a child born to you is always a life-changing event. Wherever God may lead you, may you go announcing the good news of a child that was born for the salvation of the world. And whenever life feels normal or less than special or lacking even again, may you find your spirit filled with praise to God for all you have heard and all you have seen, that indeed it has been to you just as it was told to you. Praise and glory, thanksgiving and honor be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Would you pray with me? God, we know that every good and perfect gift comes from you. And so even while we laugh at how many children said Christmas is about presents, we know that it is. That in Jesus, you gave us the gift of a child born to Mary and to Joseph, yes. But far more importantly, born to us, born for this world. And we know that if that story is true, it changes us and it changes our world. And so we pray that you would help us to inhabit the joy of this story, even when Christmas doesn't feel the same even when the things that we normally do, that we long to do, can't be done, that still we would find great joy and rejoicing worship in our lives because a child has been born to us, that this night we know a Savior has come. Help us to believe this message and to share this news even as the shepherds do joyfully in worship and praise. We pray this all in Jesus' name and for your kingdom's sake. Amen.